Jonah was granted a special prophetic ministry to cry out against the city of Nineveh because Nineveh was so wicked. But Jonah didn't like this idea. He didn't want to go where God sent him or do what God told him. He ran away and tried to hide from God, not that he was ever likely to succeed. So instead of going where God wanted him to, to Nineveh, he chose the opposite direction and boarded a boat for Tarshish. Well, a huge storm blew up and the crew were all terrified. Don't worry, said Jonah, this is my fault. Throw me over the side and the storm will stop. He sacrificed himself to save his fellow shipmates. He was thrown into the sea and swallowed by a whale. Do you believe this story? Now, I believe this story tells us important truths about God. One truth is that God is persistent when he calls us and that if we do not respond at once, he'll simply keep calling us until we give in and respond. I believe it has truths about God. But I don't believe that it's describing a literal historical event. I don't believe there really was a human being called Jonah who was swallowed by a whale and survived for three days before being spat out safe and well on the beach. When I say that, I know that you don't all agree with me. I know that some of you do think that this was a historic event. But it's important that we don't let that argument about whether or not this is a history rather than a morality tale deflect us from what is really going on. Because the book of Jonah doesn't just contain moral messages, it contains facts about God that are both life-giving and profoundly healing. The first part of the book, as we've seen, is this uh, account of how Jonah doesn't want to do what God wants. The second part of the book is a poem. During his time in the belly of the fish, Jonah pours out his anguish in psalms, likening his experience to death. It's a beautiful poem that explores the realities of our human condition. It expresses those moments of absolute despair and anguish that all of us sometimes experience when we're at our lowest, when life has become impenetrably dark, when we feel we're going under. Jonah says, the waters closed in over me, the deep surrounded me, weeds were wrapped around my head. What he describes is utter misery. But then, when we feel that we're surrounded by absolute darkness, the poem suggests there's another truth waiting to be discovered. Jonah continues, You brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you. So the second part of uh, the book of Jonah reminds us that even in the depths of despair, God is there with us. God hears us. 
The reading we had today comes from the third part of the book. After three days of Jonah being in the belly of the whale, we're told God's compassion delivers him to a new life. And now finally, Jonah turns his gaze towards Nineveh. He heads there and proclaims God's judgment. Now, typically in the Bible, a prophet will proclaim God's message and then be duly ignored, vindicated only with hindsight. However, the people of Nineveh actually listened to Jonah. They repented, fasted, put on sackcloth, a marvellous miracle. The judgment of God was mercifully undone. But rather than being cheerful about this, Jonah got angry with God because he thought he looked ridiculous. It is God's divine prerogative to show pity, even upon people who, in our opinion, do not deserve it. Jonah definitely thought the people of Nineveh didn't deserve it. But this showing of pity, this grace, is the very work of Jesus on the cross. And amazingly, in Matthew's gospel, Jesus himself makes the link with his work and the experience of Jonah. He says, for just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so for three days and three nights, the son of man will be in the heart of the earth. And of course, Jesus chose to be there for us. Unlike Jonah, who didn't want to be there, who didn't want uh, the people of Nineveh to receive grace and mercy. Jesus wants us to receive his grace and mercy, whether we deserve it or not. As a prophet, Jonah acted as a representative of God to the city of Nineveh. As a prophet, he was a representative of God. But as a human who fails God, Jonah also acts as a representative, a representative of each of us. We all have the potential to reveal the kingdom of God to those who live in fear and sin by making God's love known. But like Jonah, we can choose to run away from rather than follow God's call. Like Jonah, we can choose to resent those who receive God's blessing or rejoice with them. Through Jesus's work, God seeks to liberate us from all those things that keep us from loving God, our neighbours and ourselves. It is God's love that casts out those things that keep us trapped that casts out our fear. May we celebrate God's love, whoever we see receiving it. Amen.